Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to this broadcast from the offices of Bible Tracks Incorporated in Bloomington, Illinois. I have an off-the-wall question for you as we jump into the program. Do you consider yourself wise? I know sometimes I do some pretty foolish things myself, but my goal, a desire that I have, is to be wise. And that's the direction we're going with discipleship study number 11 on wisdom. We're going to talk about today and introduce the concept, the differences between being wise or being simple or being a fool. Nobody likes to be called a fool, but especially when we're talking about God's economy. Maybe I've done some foolish things, but spiritually speaking, I pray, I hope, I have such a desire to not be a fool when it comes to standing in God's presence. That's what we're going to talk about. Before we do that, though, I'd like to tell you about our ministry. It's such an honor. For almost a year now, if you can believe it, we're approaching a year, God has allowed me to stand in some pretty big shoes. I don't quite fill them up, and I don't know if I ever will. The amazing men that have come before me, the volunteers, the people, the secretaries, the office staff, the Bible Tracks Incorporated from the past eight decades. I don't know if I can ever live up to the example that has been given to me, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try, if I can, wisely to fulfill the legacy that's been handed down to me. Bible Tracks Incorporated was started by evangelist Paul Levine. He was known back in the day as the Dean of Evangelists. I don't know if I've said this on the radio broadcast before, but one of the most interesting things about Paul Levine, now understand this, he passed away in 1996. That was not that long after I was born. But even though I did not have the opportunity to know Paul Levine on a personal level. As I travel the country representing BTI and meet dozens and probably now hundreds of people that know the name Paul Levine, something always happens that's interesting to me when I bring up our founder's name. A smile begins to turn up the corners of their lips as they think about their great memories, those that knew him. I almost call it a, a Joseph complex. If you recall the Bible character, the Bible accounts of the man named Joseph in the Bible, nowhere in the Bible does God record Joseph sinning. Now, that does not mean Joseph was a perfect man by any stretch of the imagination, but for some reason, God did not see fit, even though we get to observe and read about large portions of Joseph's life, we never see an instance of God recording him sinning. And it's almost similar in Paul Levine's circumstance. I know Paul Levine was not a perfect man, but each and every time I talk to someone, all they have is good things to say about him. Now, that tells me a few things. But one of the most important things it tells me about this man, Paul Levine, is he had a good testimony. Years and years after his passing, when it would be so easy to unload the truck on some slight or some small bitterness that someone bears against him, the dozens of people I've talked to, not a single one can think of an ill word to say about the man. It's such a blessing. 
I believe that also speaks to one of the reasons why the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated has continued and has continued so successfully. I'm so proud of the fact that I get to carry on the mantle of a man, though I never met him, and he passed away not long after I was born. I'm so proud to be able to associate myself in at least a small way with the memory of Paul Levine. As I have said many times previously, I'm so thankful for my immediate predecessor here at BTI as well. Pastor Mark Smith, now pastoring a great church in the Pennsylvania area. I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to assume the reins of this ministry from that man. He spent 15 years at the helm. 15 years as the director of BTI, he took it out of a slightly difficult place financially and the strength and the standing that the ministry had when I took it over on January 1st of this year, such a blessing. And I believe if I can say this with God's help, we've built upon that. We put out so many tracks this year to God be the glory and we could not have done it without the phenomenal work that Mark and Nancy Smith did on God's behalf here at BTI. I'm so appreciative to hear from so many folks that know Mark Smith and so many folks that were invested in by Paul Levine back in the day. If you have stories about either one of those folks and would love to share your testimony of what those people mean to you, would you mind contacting me? I love hearing those things. 309-316-7240. That's a good phone number to send me a text at 309-316-7240. I have a fun story to share with you. I was amused by it when I heard it. The person, the lady that told me, I was at a church not long ago in the Monticello, Illinois area, and the lady told me the story almost with a sense of chagrin. And I'll pause here for a moment. I promise we'll get to discipleship study number 11 in just a moment, but I so enjoy talking about these stories. You may know that Paul Levine traveled with Bob Finley. Now, he was known affectionately as Blind Bob Finley before you guessed the fact that he could not see. They were both amazing musicians, and they sang together and all of these things. They made such a great team, and there are so many stories I could tell about their relationship, even that I've heard just in the past 10 months, but let me tell you this one. I was talking to this lady at the beginning of the church right before the music started to play and I was to preach in just a little while. I was talking to her and she told me that her mother was very hospitable and actually that Paul Levine and Bob Finley had stayed in their home before. On this particular occasion, years and years ago, literally decades ago, she told this story. Paul Levine and Bob Finley were scheduled to be speaking in the area, and so they were going to stay at that house there, and Bob Finley arrived one day early, before Paul Levine, and Bob was there, and she took him by the arm and was giving him a tour of the house, and so he'd have some approximate idea of where the furniture was and all of those different types of things, and then this lady's mother showed blind Bob where the light switches were on the walls. And he listened very intently and put his hand there and felt where the light switch was. And he pointed out very compassionately that, ma'am, I don't know that I'll need to know where the light switches are, but I greatly appreciate you telling me. Now, for those of you that might not quite gather, the man, Blind Bob, Finley was not able to see. Therefore, whether it was light or dark, it would not make much difference to him. 
Well, that's amusing enough by itself. The lady felt, oh no, I've I, I made a faux pas, I've made a mistake here. But they continued on with the tour and left him in his room. It was getting late at night and so he got ready for bed and all of those things. But something was forgotten. See, it was a warmer night. The windows were left open to allow a breeze through. And the lady had walked out and because there was someone in the room, she left the light on. Well... Bob Finley didn't know the light was on. And so he gets ready for bed and he goes to sleep with the lights on. Doesn't bother him an ounce. He goes right to sleep. But you know what sort of creature is attracted to lights? Mosquitoes. Out in the countryside of Illinois, the lights on, the windows open. Mosquitoes making themselves right at home. Poor Mr. Finley woke up in the morning just covered in bug bites. And they felt so horrible. But I do believe the passing of time, 30, 40, 50 years later, it might just be worth a tiny bit of humor at poor Bob Finley's expense. Now, let's turn our attention for just a moment to the Bible. I know, we have to get spiritual for at least a few moments to jump into discipleship study number 11 on wisdom. Proverbs chapter number 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Let me ask you this. What is the number one objective in the Christian life? Is it to win souls? Is it to pray? Is it to learn the Bible? Let's let the Bible answer that question. Proverbs chapter 4. Grab your Bible. Join with us for just a moment. Just a few minutes left in the program. Proverbs 4 verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. The Bible tells us that the Christian's main objective is to get wisdom. What is wisdom, though? By way of introduction, there are many ways that we could introduce this and define this, but a few ways are this. It's to know oneself. It's to know one's God, to know one's neighbor, and to properly be able to relate to each. Wisdom could be called the perfection of common sense or wisdom maybe most importantly, is the ability to tap into God's mind. There are, and we'll give this short introduction, and we'll conclude for today and pick it back up tomorrow, but there are three basic characters in life that you will meet as you read the book of Proverbs. There are the wise, the simple, and the fool. Who you spend time with and who you listen to will determine which of these you will become. Which one would you like to be your label? Wise? The bringer of wisdom? Or would you prefer to be called simple? How about, probably the worst of all, the fool? Why do we need wisdom? Why should we desire this idea, this characteristic of wisdom. Wisdom, as we mentioned earlier, is seeing things from God's viewpoint. So often our vision, our perception can be cloudy. Our perception can be incomplete. Without wisdom, your effectiveness for God will never be excessively great. 
you will incur reproofs of life unnecessarily. Read Proverbs 1 if you'd like more information on that. Friend, many trials, and I think you'll know this to be true, many trials people face are self-inflicted. One of the best ways to avoid those types of trials is to get wisdom. Proverbs 4, 7, one more time. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. I appreciate you joining us for this midweek broadcast from Bible Track Echoes. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to contact us. In just a moment, the announcer will be on to tell you how you can get a hold of us. Join us tomorrow as we continue this study on wisdom. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.